We'd all love to just snap our fingers and change our negative thoughts into positive ones. I've got good news and bad news. The good news is that we can definitely work on changing those negative money thoughts from bad to good. The not so good news is it's a little bit more complicated than snapping your fingers, but not much. Stay tuned. Welcome to Mind Money Balance. I'm your host, Lindsay Bryan Podvin. I'm a woman of color, popcorn connoisseur, and one of the first financial therapists in the United States. This is the weekly podcast all about making money feel good in your relationship. The no guilt, no shame podcast, so you can stand in your power as a couple. Let's go. So here's something I hear a lot when I am helping my clients move from negative thoughts to positive ones. I usually get some pushback that sounds like, ah, I can't do that. That's so cheesy. That feels so weird. And I get it. I get that it can feel like a huge jump to go from having a really negative thought to suddenly having a positive one. So in today's podcast episode, I'm going to help you bridge the gap between a negative money thought and a positive one by, again, using a little bit of an on-ramp so it doesn't feel so uncomfortable or so cheesy. So this comes from a therapy modality that a lot of people are familiar with, even if they don't know the name of it, and it is called Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. If you are familiar with the app Noom, I'm not sponsoring it or affiliated with it, but that is the tactic that they use in their app, which is the idea that our thoughts are connected to our feelings and our feelings are connected to our behaviors. So if we think something like, I'll never have any friends, then we feel dejected and sad, and then we'll behave in a way where we don't maybe seek out social interaction. And then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? You have this negative thought, it makes you feel bad, you act on that negative feeling, and then you stay stuck. So that's called cognitive behavioral therapy, or if you're into life coaching, it's called, it's been reframed as thought work, right? So regardless of, of which way you've come into it, my guess is most people have heard of it. But if not, I think it's worth breaking down why it works so well. And the beautiful thing about cognitive behavioral therapy, again, that our, the idea that our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions are all connected, is that once we understand how to use it, we can apply it in so many situations. I gave an example a few months ago of how I used cognitive behavioral therapy and reframing my negative thoughts when I had a book signing. So the the short version that I'll share with you is that my book came out, The Financial Anxiety Solution, two days before the virus that we're currently experiencing was declared a world pandemic. So my first book signing book event 
was two days before the WHO declared it a pandemic. So as you can imagine, turnout was pretty low. People were freaked out. We didn't really get what was happening. This was before we had a lot of solid information. So some people came out, but not as many as I had hoped. And my thoughts at first were, oh my gosh, I'm such a failure. I'm such an idiot. Why did I think I could write a book? Oh my God, I can't believe nobody's here. The people who are here probably feel bad that they came out and there's no one around. And then I was able to pause that thought, those negative, harmful, unkind thoughts, and reframe them to something more helpful and also truthful, which was, wow, I see a lot of beautiful faces in the crowd of people that I know. How fortunate am I to have such supportive family and friends that they would come out on a dreary, rainy Monday evening to support me. How thankful am I that the group or that the bookstore that is here helping me sell my books is a local bookstore that is a cornerstone to my little Ann Arbor community, right? So once I was able to look at what is really happening, I was able to ground myself in the moment and actually be proud of all the hard work I did, even if there weren't hundreds of people who turned out, there were still several dozen, which in any other capacity, I would be thrilled to see several dozen people turn out to cheer me on and show their support for my book and for my work. So the reason I was able to do that so quickly is because A, I'm a therapist, so I have to do this all the time, but B, I've been practicing cognitive behavioral therapy for years. I would say for 10, 15 years, I have practiced this almost daily. And I share that to say that it makes sense that you're going to have some negative thoughts almost every day. You're human, right? We have about 60,000 thoughts a day and we make around 25,000 decisions a day, right? So it makes sense that we'd have some thoughts or have some decisions to make that aren't super fun or a little bit negative. So we have a lot of opportunities to practice. Okay, so that's the backstory. Let's get into how we can use cognitive behavioral therapy or thought work to help you reframe that negative money story or that negative money thought into a positive one. And here's the thing I'll tell you. You cannot go from negative to positive without it feeling like whiplash for your brain. You can't. If you think, oh my gosh, I'm never going to get my spending under control, and then you try to use an affirmation or a mantra that's like, I'm the wisest uh, purveyor of my money. I don't even think that makes sense, but you know what I mean. It, of course it's going to feel weird. Of course it's going to feel cheesy or strange, and your brain's going to go, uh, no, that's a lie. So we have to build that bridge from negative to positive by putting something neutral, factual, and reality-based in the middle, which is why it's so important to go, where's the truth in this thought? How true is it that all, let's, let's stick with that example, never get my spending under control? How true is it? Okay, well, I've got some proof that on payday, I'd like to visit Madewell or Madewell Online, right? Okay, so we've got some proof that I like to go shopping when I get paid. 
well, what proof do you have that that thought maybe isn't true? Oh, okay, well, let me think about this. I actually do have a three-month emergency fund. I actually do contribute to my retirement every month. Okay, so now we've got some proof that maybe that thought of I'll never get my spending under control isn't 100% true, right? So we have both negative and positive that we can hold on to. We can hold on to, yes, I like to shop, and yes, I'm able to save money for my future. So that's the facts. Those are the the truths. And what we want to do is then reframe that thought into something that is more positive as long as we are visiting neutral along the way, right? So it might sound more like, while I like to browse Madewell every time I get paid, I also have proof that I don't spend every dollar I earn. I have an emergency fund. I contribute to my retirement. And, you know, I I can get my spending under control. I am working toward making sure that my spending is in alignment with my financial goals. So I share that example so that you can think about what are some negative money thoughts that you have and how can you use this technique to help you reframe them into something neutral and then eventually into something positive. Again, the importance of really drilling into those negative thoughts is that those negative thoughts have real consequences. Those negative thoughts can make you feel guilty or shameful or embarrassed or whatever. And those negative feelings can then lead to making choices with your money that aren't the wisest choices that you are capable of making. So again, cognitive behavioral therapy or thought work is the idea that all three of these things are connected, our thoughts, our feelings, and our behavior. And when we work really hard on changing those thoughts, those feelings and those behaviors will also get on board so we can make wiser financial choices. So I really would encourage you to think about what are some thoughts that I have rolling around in my head that might be negative? So let's, you know, I'm a huge fan of examples, as you guys know by now. Let's take a look at some other, you know, negative thoughts that might not be super true and see if there's anything we can do to work using cognitive behavioral therapy or thought work through them so that they're more neutral or positive. So a negative thought might be, I'm such an idiot. I never set up my retirement account when I was in my 20s. And now I'm in my 30s and I wasted 10, 15 years not saving. I'm so stupid, right? So that negative thought is that stupidity. And and then that feeling might be, you know, shame or embarrassment or beating yourself up. And then the action might be saying, well, whatever, since I didn't set up retirement in my 20s, it's too late, so I just won't do it, right? So then that behavior of not setting up a retirement account can be detrimental. So instead of sticking with that negative thought, we want to find a neutral thought and then work towards positive. So a neutral thought is examining the facts. Yes, I didn't set up a retirement account in my 20s and I'm only 37. I still have time, even though I might have missed out on some compound interest, I still have time to invest in my future by setting up a retirement account. 
One way that I, I can do that is by emailing HR and, and having them, you know, connect me with whomever our company does retirement with and get set up there. So yes, I'm a little delayed on getting started, but I'm not an idiot. I have a lot of proof over my lifetime that I'm not stupid and I can make some wise changes to make sure that this mistake, this mistake that I feel like I've made of not saving for my retirement in my 20s isn't all done in vain. I can set up a retirement account today and setting something up today or tomorrow is better than waiting another five or 10 years. Do you see what we did there? We looked at some of the facts. We looked at some of the truths and we helped kind of reframe that negative thought into something that is really fact-based. Okay, so think about what are some negative thoughts you're telling yourself about money that might be keeping you stuck? What are the thoughts that you can work on changing? How can you examine what truth is in there and what might be a more helpful thought? And again, making sure we take a little pause in in Neutralville, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) before we, we shift to that positive thought. I hope that this little lesson on cognitive behavioral therapy helps you understand why those thoughts are so powerful and how with a little bit of tweaking, we can make some really wise choices so we can change those thoughts that then can impact those feelings and those money behaviors. So I wish you the best of luck as you work on changing those negative money thoughts into positive ones. Until next time. If you love this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at mindmoneybalance with your favorite takeaway. I love seeing what resonates with my listeners and sharing it in my stories. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you next week right here. Neither the host or guests are rendering legal accounting clinical, medical, or other professional information. If you want professional help, please seek it out.